need stolen documents copied, no questions asked? Then come to Stepney's Copy Shop. From illegally acquired data to improperly purloined engineering diagrams. Stepney's Copy Shop can copy it all. Discretion guaranteed. We promise you complete satisfaction or you can have your career back. Unlike me. Hello, welcome to Gareth Jones on Speed. I'm a Ford Anglia 105E. Hello, I'm Zog. I'm a Lotus Cortina. And I'm Richard Porter, and I'm a Ford Capri 3000 GXL. Mm. Always preferred the GTXLR myself than the Series 1, I think it was, the Series 1. Welcome hey, to... Are you saying you don't like me? Not at all. I <laughs> love you and the 1600 cross-flow engine that you were first available with. No, oh, I was a 3000. Oh, yeah, of course. With the... It was the, uh, uh, with the- Cologne block. Essex We're talking about <laughs> Ford because we're a bit worried about Ford and what they're doing at the moment. They're selling Jaguar, they're selling Land Rover, mm. they're probably going to sell Volvo. Wow, yes. Mm. So Ford will just be Ford again. Yeah, and I think and this, is, Mercury. this is what they're doing. Well, yeah, Ford and, and some other slightly bum brands they don't know what to do with in the States, which is Lincoln and Mercury and... Uh, Mustang is not quite a brand well, in its, it's own like right. A, I guess that if you were a marketing person, uh, you'd call it a sub-brand. But if you're a marketing person, you should be stabbed in the eye. So, um, yeah, that's all they've got. But I think this is the whole idea, that they're going to... They're sort of retracting back to the mothership. Their idea of stemming their losses is just to concentrate on the core of what made them Ford in the first place, which is being Ford. Which sounds like, on the face of it, a good idea. On the face of it, yeah. Back to your core values. So, how did the great Ford empire not make Jaguar the mighty success it should have been? I quite like the theory that you were talking about earlier, Richard, about uh, how they they kind of put their effort into entirely the wrong place in... uh, Yeah, uh, we were talking about this before the show, weren't we? It's just that I I think this this is where it went wrong. And motorsport is a great example of that. The Jaguar F1 team, which, let's face it, you know, was a Ford F1 team through Stuart. And then they went, oh, let's paint them green and let's make it a Jaguar F1 team. Now, where's Jaguar's history in F1? When that team does, what, one, one result, one podium, whatever that Stuart had, and that, you know, so that they, were, they were doing well, but actually they were doing better as Stuart. And as soon as the Jag came along, remember the, the first race of the oh, something season? The front wing had apparently been designed upside down or something, so it didn't work properly. Yeah. And it was just an embarrassment for start to finish. And you think, why didn't they just go? If they wanted something motorsporty to stick Jaguar name on, do Le Mans, Le Mans which right, Jaguar yeah. has a magnificent history Absolutely, at. Yeah, now, I know heritage. you don't get the great sort of year-round or semi-year-round TV coverage and all that, but, I mean, how many cars does Toyota sell from being in F1? How many cars does Renault sell, even from being world champions for, for the past couple of years or whatever? They, 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 I don't believe there's this link between winning a race in F1 on a Sunday and flogging a load of hatchbacks but Jaguar you know it's building Ferrari Ferrari, yeah you're building Mystique now Jaguar is in that sort of area so build Mystique by doing one race a year gloriously make it Le Mans which Aston Martin are now proving how they could have done it because those DB9s winning this year winning their class at Le Mans and doing brilliantly in the the ALMS series and stuff like that and jostling with the Corvettes and proving true to their heritage and doing well yeah they're a model for it absolutely. I, I forget who it was but someone from the Ford Empire when Jaguar were in Formula 1 said we don't have to win we just have to be there no that's absolute rubbish 
Yeah. Absolute rubbish. That's a terrible attitude to have. Mm. Mm. How pathetic is that? If Ron Dennis said that, where would we be now? If, if, if Michael Schumacher said that, that's nonsense. It's, I mean, it sounds like the kind of thing that somebody that you know, has a really unrealistic unre- idea about the value of the yeah. sport. You know, you know, sure, it's fabulous, but you know, you've got to look respectable. You can't look mm. like you, you... I think if you're somebody who has glory stretching back years and years consistently in the same sport, like Ferrari... You can go through your bad patch because people go with you through your bad patch. It's like supporting a Duff football team or something like that because you're clinging to that idea there's going to be glory. When you go in fresh, you have to go in fighting hard yeah. Yeah. to show that you're doing the best you can. Oh, we're just taking part because it looks like fun. Oh, and it's also costing us billions of dollars. What a yeah, bunch but, of idiots. Particularly if you have, if you have what, is, what is a premium brand yes. in the first place, oh, you, know, you, embarrassing. You, you run the risk of devaluing it, which yeah, is what they did. completely. Okay, guys, sale of core Premier Automotive Group assets. Now, have we explored all the options here? Wait, we could split Jaguar and Land Rover, but what if we split land from Rover? I like it. But wait, who would want to buy land? Well, I do remember something from high school about the Native Americans wanting their land back. Perhaps we could approach them to see if they want to make a bid. Yeah. Um, well, unless they're still trying to get Jeep Cherokee back, but, uh, no, in principle, I like it. Uh, make the call. Okay, so, land, that's good. But who would want Rover? Hmm, I can't imagine anyone would be interested in that. Hmm, you're probably right, but maybe if we set the price attractively, say, ten British pounds... Hello? Yeah, who is this? John... John Towers. Your name sounds familiar. Gareth Jones on Speed recommends Sniff Petrol. We do not recommend that you sniff petrol. We recommend that you visit www.sniffpetrol.com. You know it makes sense. Now, you can see what Ford had in mind for Jaguar in an age when BMW were about to overtake Mondeo as the biggest Mm. selling middle-sized car. You could see how they could think, well, we can do that to Jaguar. That's pretty much what Jaguar is in many people's souls, Mm. a sporting saloon. And then they gave us a rebadged Lincoln and a rebadged Mondeo. Now... The rebadged Mondeo, the X-Type, well, yeah. was a tidy car but cramped in the back, so it was compromised. But so a Jag. So that was basically perhaps as good as they could have done. Yeah, but I see, I, I come at this from a different angle, which is that, first of all, they, I mean, they were more than rebadged Fords. The Jaguar people, I think, worked as hard as they could with this big box of bits that turned up from another factory that wasn't theirs and tried to make them Jaguarish, but mm. the fact is they just weren't Jags. Now, I mean, you know, there's a question of what is a Jaguar, but that's not for us to worry about. Again, marketing people can stab themselves in the eye with a pen until they work <laughs> that one out. But the so, point being that they were Ford's idea of what Jaguar should be, and this is why, particularly because it was Ford head office in America that I think mm. imposed those ideas. A Jaguar should be something that's got funny little round headlights and has got lots of sort of retro chromey bits on it and is and just looks like your grandma's sideboard. 
on alloy wheels and that is why we went through this sort of era of, of Jaguars that you had the current XJ which is one of the most technically advanced cars in its class because it's made of aluminium and because it doesn't flaunt its technology as such knowing that people who buy those cars generally over 50 they don't want to be confounded with iDrive and things like that they want a car that just works but they probably do have a Bluetooth phone and they might be able to figure that one out if the dealer shows them that's the kind of stuff that car has easy convenient technology yeah. wrapped up in this aluminium shell that's light so that car is reasonably economical for a massive barge but it looks like it was built by the National Trust yep, the this is where they're going wrong because somebody in America told them that they had to make cars that look like Jaguars which meant looking backwards not forwards William Lyons the man who founded Jaguar never looked backwards he made the E-Type yeah. he made the XJ6 of 1968 which was one of the most futuristic cars of its time and that is where Jaguar went wrong when they were told by forward in America to look backwards. Okay guys, I call this extraordinary meeting of the Ford Motor Company board together. Myself, Alan Mullally, in the chair. Uh, sir, can I ask what is the purpose of this meeting? I'm glad you asked me that, Jim. Gentlemen, as you know, this is a period of intense streamlining for this organization. And with a personal mandate from the Ford family, it is my intention to rid this fine corporation of excess fat. Speaking of which, David, I'm selling you. What? Yeah, you're just consuming too many of our valuable resources, uh, specifically burgers and peanut butter. So I've notified our banks to accept all bids for you. But, Mr. Mullally, this is unreasonable. Unlike the offers I've received for you, Stuart, which were surprisingly generous, I think I'm going to have to let you go to a team of venture capitalists who are most interested in your core assets, specifically your wife, Kelly. I believe the prospectus for a potential investor is described her as smoking hot. This is not happening. Save it for the Koreans, Peter. I've just sold you to the Y-Pay group of Seoul. No way. And they have some very exciting plans for using your name. This guy's crazy. Although sadly not your actual body or head, which I believe will be slowly wound down as more of Peter Steinberger is sourced out to the Far East. Have you heard about this? Oh, this is out of control, man. You're out of control. And as for the rest of you guys, I am accepting bids. Huh? And with regret, I will sell parts of you separately. I, I, what? Okay, item two on the agenda. This table, is it nailed down? Jaguar, doomed. Mm. By the sound of things, for what mm. we're saying here, right? Yeah. Aston Martin, Land Rover. Now, mm. Land Rover, this might be a good time to offload Land Rover because people are trying to downsize, drive lighter mm. cars, more modern cars. It's probably going to be hardest to do that to something like a Land Rover than just about anything else. Yeah. So that's probably a smart move, you know, if they want to stop losing money. Uh, do we want these companies to go into the hands of private equity? They've got a bad reputation at the moment, haven't mm. they? I'm not sure they necessarily have a bad reputation for running companies, though. They have a bad reputation in all kinds of other areas, but... Uh, but uh, What's always those mm, weasel yeah. words? Asset stripping. Mm. Don't always come back. Um, that's the thing. I think we, as people <laughs> who like cars, want people who like cars rather than who like making money to run car companies. But unfortunately, the reality is you need to do both. Yep. And actually, people who like cars too much who run car companies usually make a right old hash of it. Yep. Reference, say, MG Rover. Yeah. There's very few. You look at uh, BMW, about the closest to that balancing act because their engineering department makes cars that are great to drive, 
their design department well you know we'll come back to that but but then they have a a, a family a very tight knit controlling family who understand that they need to make money as well Porsche is pretty profitable actually Porsche as well now, Porsche is an interesting one again, very powerful engineering department. But there's probably a thing now that in Germany, engineers are respected and are very powerful people. And you get to call yourself doctor, and you know, you go back mm. to your village and you get given a wreath of flowers and you get to marry the, the mayor's virgin <laughs> daughter. Whereas over here, engineers are poor blokes with buyers in the top pocket, and it's like, oh, you became an engineer, what? Couldn't you get into recruitment consultancy? It's just, it's, it's a terrible thing where we treat engineers. My dad's an engineer, and you know, it's like yeah. when he was, even when he was training in the, in the 50s. You know, there was something noble about that. There was something noble about a funny noise in the background as well. What was that? Some, I think my computer told me it's oh, my birthday or something, something like that. Something badly wrong. Yeah. Um, but that's I, the thing, yeah. So I th- but that's the thing. You need sort of strong engineering department who can drive things, strong styling department who can say, look, the car is going to look like this and the rest of you can get out and stop poking your fingers into the clay model. And then you need a management who can say, all right, we trust you guys to a certain extent, but we have got our hands on the checkbook and we're going to make sure this is all okay. Okay. That's the perfect thing you need. Rare. Volvo. Mm. Now, I'm going to let Zog start this one. Because Sorry, I've re- just been yapping yeah. on. I, I know it's something you've been thinking about. I don't care about Volvo as much as I care about Jaguar. Well, you care oh, about Volvo. Yeah, I do. I mean, I, I, I love Volvo because I had a, 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 a P800 S for several years, and it was absolutely fantastic. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I want to see Volvo do well and, uh, and carry on making um, well-engineered, Sort of moderately interesting cars, which yeah. is which is which is what they seem to have, you know have slipped into the niche. But uh, th- th- that's what that's what they do well. Do you think Volvo's thrived recently as well because they have a very clear sense of who they are, whereas I think Jaguar have lost their way a little bit. Volvo have yeah, they, they've had an identity crisis. Land Rover again. You see, Land Rover is making money. Land Rover's mm. going to make like a billion dollars this year or something. I mean, there's no this sense that as as one unit, Jaguar and Land Rover are technically profitable. Mm-hmm. Jaguar doesn't make money but They're Land Rover does make a lot of money because again they have a sense it's of who a very, they are very very clear yeah it's a very very clear product you know what a Land Rover mm. is and, and you know what you're getting with a Volvo it's, yeah, it's, it's less exactly but they have this sort of you know it's intangibly Swedish down to the font they use on the switches in their cars with this beautiful clear font they've used since the 70s I think but it's a really lovely crisp almost brilliantly Swedish font it's like it's, it's a miracle you have to assemble it yourself it's like an Ikea font, but it's so lovely and crisp and clear and Swedish and wonderful and the buttons yep. are all big because you're meant to be able to use them with gloves on this Swedish winters that's it there we fabulous go. Volvo brand values they don't even talk about but which sort of permeate their cars and that's why I mean modern Volvos aren't especially brilliant to drive but there's something wonderful about them just because they have integrity this yeah. is something that will keep Volvo going they you know in an in the beginning of the 21st century in the sort of the post-ABBA um, <laughs> firmly IKEA age you know there's a kind of a, there's a, a, a subscript that comes with anything Swedish and it's, kind mm. of, it's kind of minimalist well thought out efficient kind to the environment modern and you know that's how you build a new car company you yeah. start with something like that ah. perhaps we've come so far from what Jaguar could have certainly used to represent in the 1950s that it's no longer valid. Mm, That's an interesting point. If, if there was a Canadian car industry, that, <laughs> they would make cars like Volvo. I decided to drive a Windsor. <laughs> <laughs> they make loads of cars in Canada, actually, don't my they? Le- my, well, not my Lexus, but the, the Lexus, same as mine, is, is built in uh, Canada, what they call the Lexus SC300 or the S. 
C400, which is the Sora in Japan, uh, is built in California, it's built in Canada, and it's built in Japan. They may build cars in Canada, but there aren't any Canadian car companies. No. Or, or, or are there? Are there? Let us know. Hello, Canada, by the way. Yeah, hi, Canada. We'll we'll (laughs) come back to this. We'll come back (laughs) to this. Aston Martin, we think they're going to be okay. They're in the hands of ProDrive. Volvo, I think, is going to thrive. So that leaves us with Land Rover and with Jaguar. Let's face it, guys, in a battle of the death, which one of those two is going to die? You've got 15 seconds on it on this. Richard? Short term Jaguar, long term Land Rover. That's interesting. I mean, uh, I absolutely agree, uh, Jaguar short term um, but I'm interested why I think Land Rover long term is a is going to have a harder time I only say that if they remained in their current state and didn't do anything about it now I know that they are doing stuff about it that they're working towards more lightweight stuff never forget as well and I don't know where this is going to go but at the moment Ford owns the Rover name they bought it off BMW quite recently I presume it will get chucked in with the deal whoever buys Land Rover you will get the Rover name as well to protect anyone trying to you know, do this sort of rip off stuff particularly out in China where the companies that own the Rover 75 designs might want to stick it on there um, ok the, the, the Ford story will continue I'm glad just to have scratched the surface of it with you guys today I could go on all day now well I won't. I'll play you out with the Ford National Anthem <laughs> say goodbye guys and God bless Ford goodbye goodbye Aerostar Aspire Bronco Contour Crown Victoria Edge Edsel Escape Excursion EXP Expedition Explorer Fairway Falcon Futura Festiva 500 Freestyle Freestyle LTD Maverick Taurus Tempo Territory Windstar ZX2 Icon Telstar Laser Waters 15M 17 Car Sport Car Street Car Fusion Fiesta Focus Focus CC S-Max, Galaxy, Scorpio, Granada, Zephyr, Zodiac, Puma, Rose, Guga, Capri, Classic, Console, Cobra, Mexico, RS, XR, Mac One, Shelby, Oswald, Mustang, Thunderbird, Gran Torino, Ford GT, GT40, Mondeo, Sapphire, Sierra, Orion, Cortina, Corsair, Escort, Anglia, Popula, Prefect, Model Y, Model C, Model A, and the Ford Model T. American isn't rational, these cars are multinational. You're never alone when you're driving a Ford.
Gareth Jones and Speed was assembled in kit form and made under license in the UK by Whizbang.